The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm on QB. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. Hi, I have a mouthful of crackers. <laughs> no, I was I, not ready for that. I started right when she shoved food into her mouth. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we can't hear each other. Mm-hmm. Well, we can, but we're not in our headphones because Randy um, chewed through the headphone wire now. So I have, I just had to order a new one. Um, so he sucks huge ass. It's terrible. It feels weird, kind of it's now. It's super weird. Yeah. I feel like we're not really we're recording. recording. I know, because we can't hear okay, ourselves. Okay, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do better. Yeah. Okay. But hi. Hi. So what have you did been up to? Did we already say this is Sarah and this yes, is Megan? Yes, I did. I said it's me. Oh. And you are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. I think we didn't say that. Welcome. Welcome. I can't do it without us saying that. I know. Or it doesn't feel real. Okay. Um, do you have any updates on your credit card fiasco from last time? Uh, so the updates are that there couldn't be more kick-ass people in our It's Always the Husband podcast group. Right. And so that's the first thing I uh, learned. Tiffany Westland messaged me the day after uh, the podcast came out and with this long list of things to do and... She's super smart and amazing. And then so on Thanksgiving, my sister and I went through like all the files and the pictures and the documents and we wrote a letter to the credit card company and refused to pay, said that we were refusing to pay. Um, And did you send a big Xerox of your asshole to him? I did. You? Yes. I said arrow. You this might you, think that this butthole. is my butthole, but it's actually your face. It's uh, your school picture, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so we sent that off certified mail. And then I also contacted the attorney general's office. Good for you. And um, Tiffany, we CC'd you on the threatening letter oh, just good. at the Hennepin County attorney's office. Was I supposed to say that? Maybe not. Well, she Sorry. was very helpful with some advice when you get a contractor that is literal horseshit. Mm. Brain horseshit, body horseshit, work horseshit. Yeah, work ethic, and theft horse horseshit. Shit. Great at theft. Uh-huh. That was good. Yeah, I mean, good we, for you. Yeah, we have text messages where. I'm saying there were four charges made in my credit card last week. And he wrote, you were in Mexico? Question mark, question mark. And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So How what are those? Happen? And he said, oh, must be a mistake. Um, Just co- tell your credit card company and they'll cover it. Right. Yeah. 
He's he, done this before. He knew what he was I have doing. a feeling. Mm-hmm. Total asshole. Yep. I mean, absolute total shit asshole in every way possible. Yeah. So that's my update. Oh. But thank you all so much for just being like. They were very supportive. You had my back yeah. and everyone felt so bad. And I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll let right. you know. I hope he just. God, you know. did some exciting things. This I did. Week too. What did we you got do? a dumpster, believe it or not. You know mm-hmm. how I like to have pristine new furniture. I have known that about you forever. Yes. All and of my pristine furniture. new clothes as yeah. well. My clothing uh-huh. is pristine, clean and new, yep. as is my furniture and house goods. Yes. Um, no, it's that's the opposite. So we got a dumpster <laughs> because my husband finally acknowledged that maybe we needed some new things. Um, so we threw away our whole upstairs pretty much yeah. and filled like a monster sized extra large dumpster with our house. Bought new furniture. We still have tons of stuff coming and then decorative stuff. Uh, still furniture pieces coming. We still have to get a new kitchen table. So yep. The kitchen table is in the dumpster. I'm really proud of you. Yep. There's a card table there now. Yes. Ladies and gents, there's but a card table. We're hoping. I have a kitchen table I saw and want to buy. The holdup is the douche. Well, he doesn't get a say. Well, he decides. He pretends that he does. So it makes life difficult. But we'll see. We're getting there. Take We're the getting money there. and run. So that was our whole Thanksgiving was pretty much just throwing away every... It's a good feeling to just all of a sudden take oh all God, your shit right? and realize I haven't even looked at this in 17 yeah. years and throw it all away. Yeah. We cleaned out our cab, our, like our uh, closet that's right next to our podcast studio under the stairs that was packed What was full. under there? Just shit. And we like threw, literally threw it all away or mm-hmm. donated it. And we have like three boxes in there now. It's totally empty. Yeah. But it was like we just kept just going out, throwing it away. It's good. Oh, I cleaned out my storage room too when I was getting the Christmas stuff out because I thought, why in the fuck do I have 90 giant Tupperware tubs with each with two Christmas balls in it. I'm like, why? Yeah. No wonder why you can't walk in here. Why (laughs) do I not just put everything in one and then right whatever use the actually use the other tubs for other things for all this other shit that's willy nilly all over the shelves in our storage room. So I did that too. And there was mouse poop everywhere. You guys everywhere. You got to get a cat. Oh, you can't because mm-hmm. Phil. Phil. Well, one of the dogs took a huge dump on the carpet right here by our desk. Oh. A giant dump. So I tried to clean. I cleaned it, but I tried to get the smell out. When you oh. do remodel this part, you're going to have to kill your dogs. I know. What am I going to do? They piss all over. It's oh. auto, I think. I don't Why know. do it they do sucks. that? I don't know. Nellie used to, but now she's a little better. I don't know. Oh, my whole life. Oh, and by the way, I'm terrible. joking about killing the dogs. Everyone's screaming at me right now. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I'm not no. serious. I love my dogs. Our dogs pretty yeah. much have their own beds. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're so spoiled. Idiots. They're total dicks. <laughs> Dumb um, asses. All right. We have two new Patreons. Do you want to introduce them? Because you know them. You guys, they're my sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister in sisters in law, Beth and Jill, 
holy shit, do I love you guys. That was nice. Um, I'm so yes, we're so grateful. You're both the best. And I can't wait for all the Christmas celebrations we're going to have together. But um, that's so nice, you guys. Thank you. They're listeners and uh, they interact with us on the Facebook yeah. group Beth page as well. So it's great on there. Yes. Well, thank you so much. We're so appreciative. And to all our Patreons, I am sending out. To all the new ones and the ones that I forgot, I think we're sending out a huge mailing. There's a pile right in front of right. us that we're going to take care Send of. Send out to this. you guys. Thank you again, and we have a special holiday treat coming up for our oh Patreons as well. God. So stay tuned for that and check your Patreon Santa's page. Santa's dick. Santa's yeah. dick. Hey, you went to Betty I Dangers did. without Jamie me. And I went. I was. A- I don't know what you were doing. I was drinking and watching yeah. Hallmark movies at my mom's. That's right. My mom. We and went and had one. It's different than the one. This year's version is different from two years ago because it's in like a long skinny. It's in glass a long and skinny it's red, and it yeah. was clear with actual raspberries in it. Clear and kind of gin drinky. Yeah, gin like a li- gin with lime, more like in a round glass. Yes, last time. So it's changed a little bit, but still, it was good. Oh, did you ask them what they put in it to make it pink? No, I forgot. They were it. busy and not very... Was it? They weren't very nice? Talkative. Mm. Um, but I had a hamburger that was really good there, too. Well, I um, made several iterations of it over the Thanksgiving holiday. So I got some caviar... No, cocktail caviar, it's called. And it's like little kelp balls. It's what? kind of like... You know those things that you drink in like boba tea or bu- bubble tea or whatever no. that's called? God damn it. I don't know any um, of that. Why would you want kelp balls in your booze? They're vodka soaked. So it's like balls of raspberry vodka. And then you just plop them in your drink. Oh. And they make it raspberry and oh. vodka-y. And was that good? Yeah, except it was vodka Oh, so then it was like Ginny. vodka and gin. Yeah. Then I put gin in it. Then I put the Prosecco in it. Um, and then I just squeezed a little bit of lime juice in it. The second time I made it, I thought it was better. And I put raspberry liqueur oh. in it. So I put gin, raspberry liqueur, lime juice, and Prosecco. And I thought it was That's much good. better. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Um, my family and I watched... A thousand Hallmark movies. You know I love them, and I'm not even going to apologize for it. And on Friday night, we played Hallmark drinking game, where when there's do like you drink. So there's a rule. There's two different yeah. um, ones that you play off sheets that you play off of. But like, anytime you see Candace Cameron Bure, you have to drink. Anytime you see Lacey Chabert, you oh, have to course. drink. So anytime yeah. a commercial came on or we were watching one of their movies. Uh, we were drinking and they were like, you know, small town boy meets big city girl. She comes back. You drink. Anytime they drink hot chocolate or hot apple cider, you drink. Were you hammered? Anytime- oh, Hammed on hands? my God. My mom and ha- my sister and I were hammed on hands. <laughs> hammed. <laughs> like, I don't really remember going to bed. And... It was. Do you even remember the plot of any of these terrible movies? 
I remember the first one I watched, we loved. And we even my dad was like, wow, they really had some chemistry. Oh, and I think you actually, that was a drink. If you had, if the actual actors did have chemistry. Oh, well. So that one we really drank. That's good. The second one was horrible. Oh, no. I was really excited for it because remember when I loved Dallas, the reboot that was yes. on TNT? Yes. Um, the guy who played John Ross, Ewing was the main oh, character okay. in it, but it was horrendous and so it was so bad we just drank drank to forget didn't even watch it yeah and then it was super fun people you guys it was so fun yeah i have to figure out how i can stream hallmark now because you can't get the actual hallmark christmas movies even on their app it's really dumb Hmm. Weird. How are you supposed to watch all this shit? Just lie on their um, channel? You can get Sling. Oh, I have Sling. Oh. But it's really expensive, isn't it? Like Not 40 really. bucks? Well, I mean, that's your t- if you get rid of cable, then that's your TV. That's way yeah. cheaper than cable. Well, we just have Hulu Live. or sen- Yeah, we, oh, have we Hulu don't have Live. cable. Yeah, we have Hulu Live. That's what we have. Um. Anyway, what's your glitter in your shitter? Oh, yeah, my glitter in my shitter. Uh, the day after I was nursing my horrible Hallmark hangover, I made cookies with uh, my whores yeah. at Amy's house. And my sister reminded me of this delicious Christmas recipe my mom makes, which is Hidden Valley oyster crackers. They're so good. So I brought some. That's what I shoved in my mouth right yeah. when Sarah started uh, recording. So you mix oil and a package of Hidden Valley Ranch and dill mm-hmm. and lemon pepper and a little bit of garlic powder. Oh my. And you so good. mix it all yeah. together and then you bake it at like 200 for 15 minutes. They're delicious. And my mom used to put them in little decorative baggies and give to our mailman on the farm. Oh. And now um, I made them and I'm just shoving them in my face. Yeah, like, that's all you nobody's do is shove. Business. That's, they're so, so good. That's, that's mine. Good. I'll post the recipe. It came from my amazing mom's um, little recipe. You know, that remember that thing she yes. made with all my tater tot haddish and stuff. So I'll put it in there. That's you're And you're good at doing that stuff. Very good. I am not, but you are. That's I bet tasty. you could do this. I don't know. I would mess, I'd mess it up. I'd do something <laughs> terrible. Um, mine is a booze. I haven't had a booze. No, you haven't. Yet, I think. It's usually I don't know. me with the booze. Yeah. Um, I don't like red wine really at all. Mm-hmm. I like white and I like Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only red wine I realized I like is this red blend. It's called Essential Red and it's the brand is Bogle or Boggle or whatever, B O G L E. Mm-hmm. And it has like a drawing of like a dead, scary tree. <laughs> it looks I, like a or, Rorschach test. Or an out of control bush. It could be. <laughs> That's my pubic hair. Yeah, it's making pubes. <laughs> and it's essential red, their red blend. And I like it. I, okay. It's a red I can drink. It's really kind of dry, but it actually kind of has a sweetness to it a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's very good. So every once in a while, I'll get it because I don't like a whole lot of red because it's just too heavy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very good. So every like in nice. a 
get home from school and you just want yeah. a red wine at night or whatever mm-hmm. or dinner. It's for me, it's perfect. So I like it. If you're not really a red person, you can try. Yeah. And see if it works. That's a great rack. Um, yeah. My dad told me at Thanksgiving that I was the only person who ever went backwards as far as taste goes in wine because yeah. he's like, um, you drink fizzy Prosecco now and you used to like red wine and yeah. like really be and I said I don't know dad I'm sorry that I disappointed you you did you disappoint your parents in often. so many ways I mean daily really I do as do I I'm sorry <laughs> sorry you um, guys we also before we start <gasps> have some a... funny Facebook fuckers yeah 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 and then we're really good yeah okay did I forget something else? Oh. No, I'll tell. We can oh. do it after this. Okay, my funny fucker. This actually came up at Thanksgiving dinner around the table. Everyone was just talking about how great this group was. And my family was there. They are just like, oh, it's awesome. And then my sister Hannah was there because you've all been voting for her little camper. And she was oh. so excited. And so my dad said, who's the one who put that thing about the blood donation? And I was like, oh my God, that one was my favorite. And my whole family left. So Jade Elsie, I think is how you say her name. Um, her meme was, I tried donate, donating blood today. Never again. Too many stupid questions. Whose blood is it? Where did you get it from? Why is it in a bucket? <laughs> oh, man. That's that good. I that's a too. good one. I mean, I thought that was so funny. That was a good one. What's yours? Um, I really liked Alicia Lamp. Men's story about how she got hammed on hams, got hammered, <laughs> and set her own hair on fire during her Thanksgiving with all of her family in attendance watching. Her brother was the only one that came to her rescue. Oh my god, um, that was pretty good. And of course, I loved uh, Sarah Hanley's Skeletor live. Oh yeah, I thought that was she got course. it, didn't she? she didn't did she take a picture it. of her? She put it on her jacket. I loved it. She always looks so cute in her clothes too. Yes. She has wears like funky clothes. Um, that was great. We had so many fires. Right. We Tiffany's had boyfriend Tiffany's, set her house on fire practically. Yes, dryer fire. And uh then we had the hair fire and people are just burning it up. Kat Kramer was on fire trying yeah. to get rid of her oh, step. Also burned is that who it is? Yeah. her meal too. She burned her yep and she cooked Which the plastic. She cooked the plastic label. Nut bar said she had done that as well. Um, this was just, this week was too, we all just couldn't handle this week and Alicia to double up on Alicia. She spotted those Prosecco socks, those Walmart at Walmart and my hero and Eloise's favorite teacher, Mrs. Castle bought them for oh. me and threw them into my car at pickup today Isn't that the nicest? and so i am oh. wearing them and you guys they are aloe infused so if you got like r- really burned stank feet i the aloe is soothing i guess i'm not sure I, they're fabulous and they but look super they comfortable feel great and they're the so cutest nice. so uh, thank you mrs casso your voice is oh, like an angel, and is. so is your present of the Prosec. Ho, ho, ho. Sack. Yes. Um, last thing. 
We have a shout out to do. Oh, we do. Yes. We have a special birthday shout out. We got a message from a wonderful listener and Patreon wiener. Yes. Patrina wiener. Another Patrina wiener. For another Patrina wiener. Megan McManaman. 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 Megan McManaman wrote, she is a dear friend, Kate Lozano. Mm Mm-hmm. And these two live in Boston. Yeah. And I'm sure have very strong Boston accents. I hope so. And say ka, maybe. Pack your ka. Yeah. And Harvard. And Harvard. Yad. Um, when we go and visit them, can you imagine the mashup of our accent with their accent? Horrible. It'll be another fire. Well, I had a, I have a friend who's a listener in Australia. She lives there with her wife, Pip. She is from Boston, then as a teenager moved to Tucson, now lives and had a severely strong Boston accent, went to school in California with me, and now lives in Australia. So I can't even imagine what the accent is now. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, Megan McNamimimim. Yeah. She wanted us to wish Kate a wonderful birthday. Her birthday is coming up. I'm sure she is a young, spry, young woman. Um, very young and, and has beautiful. And no need for Botox. Birthday yes. ever, where you have no wings whatsoever in your presence. No. Um, you can just booze it and eat. Everything in sight. Let your butthole and yeah. your one long vagina lip hang to right. the floor if you want to. Your friends we don't care. Give you signed autograph John Travolta pictures. I, like I hope the best for you, <laughs> yeah. Kate. Happy birthday. Thank you Thank for you. We spreading love you. Have the a wonderful love. time. Thank you for spreading, for telling all your friends about it. It's always the husband. And, yeah, she um, did a great job. She shared She shared it and had got us more listeners. So we love you. We adore you and hope you have the very best birthday ever. Yay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Kate. We can't wait to meet you when we take our trip to Boston. We're coming to yeah. stay with you. Get ready. <laughs> I just can't eat seafood. <laughs> so it will be a terrible my gun will just explode i think there already is like hanging way over my pants mine's so bad i mean it's right absolutely now. just ridiculous i mean it's just off-putting i swear to god it happened when i turned 45 it was oh, yeah, just, just like i mean it's like kind of spread okay began around like here and then it just goes in like a like a christmas tree waist like the it goes out triangle and then it goes in again because I have no butt. Mine went to my arms as well. Just my oh, yeah. upper I fat arm. Oh, what, we're, we're, we need to stop ripping. God, we're hot. Well, Super no. hot because I'm flashing hot. We're having flashes. Yes. All right. We watched Behind Mansion Walls again. This one usually just keeps on giving because it's just a shit show all the time. Behind Mansion Walls has, for some reason, a narrator, but has the separate host in Christopher, who's British, and he wears, I can't even describe. So Christopher, in this episode, was wearing a hot pink shirt, Mm -hmm. like the hottest of pinks. Mm -hmm. Like, it 
my eyeballs blew back when I was watching it on my new couch. And then my whole body blew against the wall and then blew down the stairs because it was just so brilliant. It was akin to looking at it like the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And then his lime green pants were the hottest of lime green. I mean, like so bright that again, you needed you needed sunglasses. Today, today he just made me mad. Or like when I watched this, I was just like the other times I was like, ha ha, what a nerd. And now I was just like, God, I hate that guy. He bugged me to it for whatever reason. I, I couldn't don't know. Take I, him. I was blown against the wall and down the stairs by yeah. his outfit. I no. mean, it blew my whole butthole out the door. I was it over was him. Loud. Um, so this episode is called Heir to Misfortune, and there's always two episodes per Behind Mansion mm-hmm. Walls. So this is the first episode. Well, this is the first show. They have two shows. So this right. is the first show, and then there's a second show mm-hmm. where the husband also did it as well. Mm-hmm. So that one, but this one we'll just was weird. Yeah, time. we'll save that one again. Uh, this, of course, happens in 2010, and we had done in 2010, but I just wrote down a few items... From already 11 years ago, which is bonkers, um, the final, I don't know, it was part one of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, which did you even see? I don't know. I say this to you all the time. You watch some Harry Potter movies. I have watched the Harry Potter movies. I just quit at Order of the Phoenix in the actual right. reading. I form. remember getting, so this would be before 2010, but... I must have ordered it through Amazon. So when it was around Um, getting the day of the release, I got it in the morning on a Saturday, the final Harry Potter book. And I read it literally nonstop. It took me 13 hours. I read it until like the night. I just had to know what happened. Yeah. Um, And there was the whole middle. I remember being like, this whole middle could be taken out. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Whatever. You make your millions and billions, JK. Yeah, you do. Um, Avatar was big. Ugh, never saw um, that. I do like the Disney World Avatar land and ride very much. You sit on a little dragon thing and you fly through the air and it feels like you're really flying. And the dragon thing like breathe, it like moves in and out like it's breathing and you're sitting on it like a horse. Oh. And then you wear 3D glasses and it looks like you're really like flying around and you mm. drop down. And it feels like in your stomach, you're dropping like all, the, you know, on your little yeah. dragon. It's super fun, actually. Yeah, I've never seen it. I just um, uh, Emma Stone kind of came into being known with Easy A. I never saw it, mm. but that was when she kind of got popular. Mm-hmm. We were on Twilight Eclipse. So Bella oh, had to decide yeah, we between the, the werewolf and the vampire. I would have gone with the werewolf. I she suck went with the vampire. With the vampire. Um, Glee started. I didn't watch the Glee. Oh my god! Did we ever? No. Uh, One Direction was brand new. Amazing. The, Eleven years ago, I believe. Yes. Was it? I don't know. My Harry. House of Cards we talked about started. So that was the whole Netflix starting with TV, which ended up changing how everyone watches Mm -hmm. TV over the past 11 years. iPads were new. Uh, My iPad is one of my prized possessions. I watched all of Mad Men, almost all of it on an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Until the 
I finally caught up because I was late to the game. And I think it was the year that Sandra Bullock divorced Jesse James. Remember Ugh, she was married to that, that fucking shitbag? Gross pig. Uh, 2010 for music was uh, big for Gaga and oh. Rihanna. Um, what about Taylor Swift? Ta- well, no. Was that the previous year? Miley Cyrus had oh. Party in the USA. Hey. Yeah. And then um, one of my favorites was, remember, on I think it was, um, he was on American Idol, right? Adam Lambert, yes. who's now queen. Yes. So Sadie, who was a small child, had yep. the hugest crush on Adam Lambert. And I kept going like, mm-hmm. And then Phil and I were she like, knows. he doesn't, you know, it's not, you're not his thing. But he He's had that song, so what do you want from me? Cooch. No, he is not into Cooch at all, but he can sing like a mo. So talented. He just stood way mm-hmm. out in the crowd, yeah. I thought. Like he just. this. When I look at this song list, this is the year we were doing Zumba. Oh, I think geez, we've talked because yeah. it's like remember yeah. we did oh my god with Usher and then that was just absolutely in the night horrific sky, experiences like and um bad romance and teenage dream those fucking Zumba classes at Lifetime were so packed that you couldn't even move your arms out. Why did they let so many people in there? I'm riding so low. I'm riding so low. Remember oh. that. And then they have windows open so everyone can see your fuckery. I know. I, know. I don't. I didn't care for it. But no. then again, the, all that stuff makes me nervous. I know. With people crowding me, I don't yeah, care for Yeah, I don't like that either. I know. Oh, it was terrible. But that's what we were But then we laughed time, the whole time. We did laugh. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. All right, so that's songs. All right, we um, are going to bees. go to Detroit, 2010. Lucky a lovely, us. lovely city, Detroit. The Motor City. We're meeting a fellow named Peter Dabish. Um, Peter sucked balls. Yeah, he sucked balls. So the the show starts by it starts in a gym, and you see all these people working out, and it describes that fitness is a seventeen billion dollar industry. That is blows my mind, but I guess it is. Well, I I've suppose. given very yeah. little to it. 40 million Americans are health club members. I am not. I tried, no. but I am not. I remember having a lifetime membership and wanting to get my 12 visits in mm-hmm. for health insurance and literally just going in using the bathroom and leaving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a piece of shit. You just round it. Yeah, I just would go around the yeah, go right around the check in leave. Yep. But then I had a really small gym in our town that no longer exists, and I loved it. And it was just classes, and it was mostly just women. And I went like four times a week, and they were heavy, hard classes, weightlifting and biking. And I loved that place, and it closed. And I thought, of course, the minute I like something, it shuts down. What the hell? (laughs) And I like so few things. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. So Peter Dabish was part owner, 20% he had, of the Powerhouse Gyms International. What a fucked name. But I guess there was 300 of these gyms all around. Yeah. His dad started it. Now, Megan, I did not see a picture of the dad, Norman Dabish. Mm -hmm. Megan said, did you see his picture and just showed me? Talking about one eye at Disneyland 
and one eye at Disney World. This guy had his eyes were nowhere near forward. One no. was way up in at Mercury and then one was at <laughs> Pluto. They were I can't even. And then the Sanpaku, there was all white around so the eye. Oh bad. I, this looked like the craziest fucker ever. And that was his obituary pe- picture. There was no other better picture for no. this fucker than where he looks like a crazy asshole. I know. I don't know. And then he looks not fit. For someone who owns 300 gyms, how do you not have one muscle? Well, I th- I believe before this he, picture he maybe was like a bodybuilder bodybuilder oh, and then just he just let it go and, yeah. well yeah. then you know what i that's okay sir anyway is it okay because he spawned the devil i yeah, don't know he did he was an asshole clearly yeah. because he had an asshole kid i don't know how that works but i'm assuming peter dabish so he is kind of he has um running the gym a little bit like i said he has 20 percent of it so he's grown up with multi-millionaire parents he's kind mm-hmm. of grown up in this lap of luxury he's kind of running the gym but i think still benefiting from just having rich parents in a way as well um we see brad edwards who is an investigative tv reporter brad helps narrate the story because mm-hmm. he I think investigated and reported on it when it was happening. He kind of broke the story. Um, it wasn't yes. big news. He broke at it first. too. Yeah. yeah. Now Brad is clearly wearing very thick foundation. Yeah. Um, that doesn't cover that well to the hairline. I so I couldn't tell if it was a toupee or not. I was confused with the hair, and then he was clearly wearing pink frosted lipstick from 1983. Very clearly. Mm-hmm. Now, the hair was more of a mobster straight up mm-hmm. salt and pepper. But then you sent me a picture or a video of him reporting on TV. And the hair was like a George Clooney Caesar cut, but like permed. <laughs> I don't know how you can have a With Caesar a curl cut under. that was permed. Like he curled it under like an 80s bang. But you have a Caesar bangs. So you have f- tiny fringe bangs. So I, dumb. It, it was a feat in engineering, like the Hoover Dam, to get that hair. And then he looked like, I mean, he looked like you thought, oh, is this like someone who's dying maybe? And they gave him a chance to report and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he sounded like, uh, who's the guy who does Steven on Saturday Night Live? Um, oh yeah um yes do you know what i'm talking about why can't i think of his name either now that you said it um and he has his own show now on hbo or showtime or whatever well yeah oh my god well i know he was in nutbar screaming at us again i i'm gonna find it it's going to so anyway we're introduced to Peter Dabish through his reenactment, of course, his reenactment actor. We see Peter very angrily, for some reason, going into his bathroom and slowly undressing in front of the mirror. And then he stands in front of the mirror, angrily flexing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Ridiculous. Do you do that? Angrily take your top off and angrily flex in front of the mirror? No. 
And neither does my husband, who actually does spend a shit ton of money on gyms and works out. Just joking. He yeah. does it all the fucking time. He's Phil, a total Phil's douche. not angrily doing it. No, Phil is happily doing it. He's happily doing it and taking pictures of himself. Wherever there's a mirror, mm-hmm. Phil is naked and flexing. Correct. Yes. I mean, it could yep. be a mirror in Vegas yep. at a very posh hotel. Right. And it's a mirrored walkway into a dining room. Phil's naked in the he mirror. He would rip off his shirt yeah. immediately. A mirror at the Vatican mm-hmm. yes. as you're walking to a lovely fountain. Yes. Phil is naked flexing in the mirror. He would dab the holy water, on, yes. do the sign of the cross, yeah. and then rip his shirt off. Yes. Right. Yep. And then flex. By the way, the guy's fucking name is Bill Hader. Bill Hader. God. Yes. That's what I thought he yeah. sounded like a little bit. He did. He had a weird voice. Uh-huh. It was like it didn't match his face and his face was fucked. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like, you're handsome, but something's off. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes reporter handsome is like that. I don't know. Uh, Peter stands to inherit now millions from his dad Mm -hmm. so he knows he's just going to be loaded and he has that attitude that i feel like he really doesn't ever have to do anything because he doesn't no this guy is i did back information on him what am i trying to say I like looked him up. Yeah. This guy's outside research. Yeah. Yeah. I did outside info. Yeah. Well, when you grow up, they said he had money. He was very privileged. He's used to everything being done for him. He's probably, I feel like his parents never once disciplined him or said that's wrong. They were always just like, Oh, threw money at his problem. And just said, Oh, that's okay. You know, like if you um, set, that little boy on fire. Yeah. He's poor, yeah. you know. Um, so he grew up um, probably a monster dick anyway. Yeah. And then his parents made a sociopath, mm-hmm. clearly. Uh, so 2010, Peter somehow meets an old high school friend, and her name is Diana DeMeo. She had been, she's really beautiful, beautiful pictures they showed of her. She was very smart. Um, this really cute brunette. She had been going to school at the University of Miami and had just finished and came back to Detroit. Graduated with honors. Yeah, she was, was really just smart. Like, yeah. And just started hanging out with some of her old friends and ran into Peter and they started dating a bit. Now we see uh, mom Linda, not mom Linda from last time, no. who was Maleficent. We see a wonderful mom Linda. So Diana's mom Linda, who I thought looked really great. She, she did look really, really young. good. Um, she described, you know, Diana, who was 23 at the time, as, you know, really great, lots of friends, great personality, really kind, and just a great young woman the reenactment we see next is diana and peter are on a lunch date or maybe dinner date and diana's dad is there and diana's dad is kind of meeting peter for the first time she's showing him peter although i don't know if they met while they were in high school friends before but whatever um diana says that she has great news and the dad's super excited you know you have great news what is it uh, she's going to open up her own dog shelter. I'm like, oh, you know, Aww. like how wonderful. So she's opening up like a, you know, humane society or whatever, a dog shelter. 
Um, and Peter is actually going to give her the money to start the business. And so dad was really excited um, for her and she seemed really happy. And I noticed, though, they were all boozing hardcore. Peter yeah. was just chugging them down. The narrator, though, says this, which um, I can't even. So he says, while Diana seems like the all-American girl... <laughs> everything's not perfect behind the scenes Mm -mm. she smokes pot and she takes anxiety medication (laughs) and then they literally go on a five-minute tirade about druggies and crack whores in detroit this woman was not a crack whore or a druggie no she's in motley Crue, just (laughs) pulling cocaine and hookers and crack <laughs> all night long and boozing or she's Ozzy she's Osbourne Skid Row, and yeah. biting the heads off of mm-hmm. bats. She is not a druggie. She sometimes smoked pot and she's on anxiety beds. Who isn't? <laughs> I'm on like 37 different anxiety meds. I know. Does that mean I'm a Detroit crack whore? <laughs> I, I just was so angry. I'm going to call you one now. I was like, what, what the hell is this? And What's they're up, DCW? Like, yes. Detroit crack whore. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Detroit crack whore. DCW. I-, I can't even. They are acting like her bright future, they even said, <laughs> her bright future is under threat because she's a Detroit crack whore. <laughs> I can't even with this. My God, what, 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 where did this come from? Why are you doing this? Why are you acting like this? Who, who is, first of all, everyone's on anxiety meds practically. Yeah. If they're not, then they're a pothead. Practically, yeah. Or a booze hound. Yeah. Or both. And it doesn't mean that you're, I, I don't know, it doesn't mean like you are, could not graduate with honors and then all of a sudden you're going to be giving handies under a bridge. No. <laughs> Unless you want to, I mean. <laughs> then go for it. Right. But come on. Sex work is work. I thought, well, this is horseshit. Why did this whole part could have been cut out? What what the hell? It was so But dumb. it does lead into what happened. So I yeah. can understand why they did it, but it's fucked. Mm-hmm. They say Peter, um, because there's so many crack whores in Detroit, Peter um did Diana a favor by getting a luxury apartment yeah. i guess they worded as because if she just lived in a regular apartment she would whore and do crack and give handies in a dumpster i know they were so mean to detroit they're like detroit in this time was really failing and everyone yeah, they were just sucked showing asshole. like dumpster like, dens yeah and i think there like, are there other places yeah. in detroit anyway yeah. they showed his apartment building and it did look shitty i thought that's shit but it was supposed to be the best place. I know. In I don't know if they had the right picture. And if they did, come on. So <laughs> it wasn't that great. Reenactment is Peter and Diana moving in. So Peter moves in. I don't know if Diana was going to live with him, but they kind of acted like she maybe was going to move yeah, in. Yeah, she him. was just helping him, but her dog but was there with her. Yeah, and, she was yeah. helping him move in March of 2010. Right. So they show that you know, a bunch of boxes around and she's helping him move and he looks kind of happy and excited. But then they switch to the next scene where it says hours later. So this is in the morning. It's 619 a.m. from moving day. So we have moving day, then the night and at 619 a.m. the next morning, Peter is calling 911. 
he says on 911 that Diana overdosed on her anxiety meds fell and smashed the shit out of her head on the cupboards and the floor. Um, so then they say Diana's rushed to the hospital. Her family is told that she overdosed on drugs. Diana is at the hospital. She's put on life support. And even after- though as she's supposedly overdosing, her face is beat to hell. She has black eyes, swollen eyes, <laughs> black eyes, cuts all over her face. Her lips are cut to shreds. Yes. She has her whole head looks like it has been beaten with a baseball None bat. None of that made sense. But and whatever. nobody says, hmm, I don't know if this, this seems like odd. an OD on her Zoloft. Presence <laughs> did this? I don't think that looks right. No. And if you fall down, nobody falls in like in a kitchen and smashes into every cupboard. Several times. Multiple yeah. times. I don't know. Nope. So after a while, the doctor said that she is brain dead pretty much. And they had to pull the plug. And Diana does pass away at the very young age of 23. Yeah. And again, they're showing that her face is it looks like she's been hit by a semi. Yeah. I don't understand, first of all, how the police. I, I mean, I understand she was still alive. So the, I, I get that their first, the police, their first instinct is you have a, a victim who's still alive, we have to get her help right. immediately. But can't you take one second as you're getting her help to notice this doesn't look right for someone who OD'd on anxiety meds right. and just fell to the ground? There would be blood everywhere. <sighs> I, I know. I can't, it seems I, I, dumb. Nobody, and then Chris just sitting there, you don't say, can I see your hands? Right. I, I, and he was a total ass when he they was, came which, too. Yeah. yeah. So a week... Later, she has a funeral. Five hundred people come. Her and her mom said everyone thought she just died of a drug overdose, and that's what they were going with. Mm-hmm. Even though her mom said it doesn't make any sense, so they're like, "Well, I heard she was on anxiety meds, and she's, <laughs> you know, this crack whore that's, you know, giving beaches all over yeah. town." Yeah. Because God forbid you're on anxiety meds, you're instantly a druggy from Motley Crue. <laughs> I mean, my God. <laughs> Um, but the same day as her wake, her death certificate comes and it says homicide. So how are you not just told at all? I as don't... A, that's how you're told as a parent? That? I don't get it. I don't get it either. It doesn't make... I, so the mom is like, what the hell is going on? Her death certificate says homicide? What, what happened? The police start investigating because once you get from the Emmy and it says homicide, they can investigate. If the Emmy said um, overdose or you know, they can't really go anywhere right. with it. Peter is interviewed. His story is that Diana was suicidal, even though there was no signs of that with her friends or her family at all. And that that morning after she helped him move in, she was looking for all of his knives. Wouldn't she know where they were? Because she probably would have put the kitchen them away. stuff away. Yeah. Well, that's her job. She is the woman. Right. right. And he said he hid them. Well, where? No, I thought he said he threw them out the window. Oh, yeah. Threw them out the window. <laughs> his 25-story window just threw them out so they could just land right in the skull of some dildo walking down the street. Doink. 
Oh shit! There's a knife right. Is there a knife sticking out of my head? Oh God, oh Bob! God, there so is. So dumb. Well, can you pull it out? I can't. What the nope. hell? It's just stuck in there. Bob, that knife is sticking straight out of there. I think we got to go see some of the doctor. How did that there happen? I think that guy up there threw a bunch of knives out the window. His girlfriend must be a crack whore. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Now, due to the fact that she couldn't find the knives, um, she took a shit ton of her anxiety meds. Uh, I mean, and if she's just helping him move, why would she really bring all her medication for the night? I mean, for the day? I don't know. So she got no, dizzy from ODing on her anxiety meds, fell and hit her head on the floor. And le- I, 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 which would not explain any of those no. wounds. Nope. The police that first came said she was bleeding heavily from her nose and her eyes. Um, How do you... I- hit- how does that happen I don't if know. you just faint on your, the kitchen floor? It's not good. But the Emmy then also says that they did not find any drugs in her system, no alcohol, nothing. She was totally clean. She didn't even have, I think, her anxiety meds in her system. Yeah, there was nothing in nothing. her at all. And her Not cos- even coffee. They said no, no caffeine. Yeah. How is she surviving? Oh, well, Christ, I don't know. She died due to blunt force trauma. So then Peter says, well, she fell repeatedly. No, I I got up again. Oh, geez, I fell down. It doesn't even make sense. Yet again on the cupboard door, right in the eye and the crotch. <laughs> oh, God, I hit my other eye on the corner of the cupboard again. Stupid. What the hell? Nobody does that. These men who say women fall repeatedly and that's how they got their face beat to shit are no. the dumbest bastards on the history of the planet. Fucking idiots. Super dumb. Police, now a week later, go to Peter's apartment. And of course, he's cleaned all that shit up. And he doesn't even have any furniture. He has a mattress on the floor. Like, you're a millionaire. Buy a bed, asshole. Gotta go to, you know, somewhere. Get a fucking bed. Yep. Peter, of course, since it was thought she just overdosed, was allowed free access to his apartment. The scene of the crime whatever yeah because it wasn't ruled a homicide at first so he could come and go as he pleased and so of course he cleaned everything up and it didn't look the same as when they came in to take her to the hospital of course right diana's dad then says he's thinking back on that lunch that he had a couple weeks before with peter and diana where she announced she was doing her dog shelter thing Mm -hmm. peter was late he said he was stoned to hell or on heavier drugs and just was fucking weird. He was hammering down the wine and a waiter spilled some wine on the table. And then Peter lost his shit, started screaming at him through a big fit like a total dildo dick and then took Diana and just left, ran out of there. And the dad sitting there like, what the hell? Oh, okay, bye. I mean, wh- you almost would be like, follow your daughter out and say, no, I don't know. Yeah. This is weird. I don't think you're going yeah. with him. But then what do you, I don't know. What do you do? It's your adult kid. But then when it's a guy like that, you know, like he's fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, geez. It's a hard one. And would you let him drive her when he's obviously drunk and on drugs? I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know. Sorry. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Police search the apartment and realized one of his cupboard cabinet doors is missing 
So what the hell? Get a new one if you commit a crime at least. Right. They find the door in the downstairs storage or something, I guess. Apartment yeah, people can have storage yeah. downstairs. And of course it's bloody. Um, and they can tell where she maybe got her head head her head was hit on it multiple times. They did luminol, it looked like, and found blood spatter all over the floor, kind of centered in a certain corner. There was blood spatter on the ceiling. ceiling. Oh. And their, you know, their first thought when they thought she overdosed on drugs was, you know, Peter has a history, of course, of being a drug dealer and doing drugs himself, shockingly. So they thought, did Diana get into his drug stash and shove it all in her mouth? I mean, people don't do that. I don't know. But when they the Emmy finally studied her, they saw that she had eight massive hits to her head. Mm-hmm. Um, she had been severely beaten. She had blunt force trauma also to her shoulders and her eyes. Jesus. Um, Peter also had ex-girlfriends who said he was also very violent and most of them, if not all of them, had restraining orders against him. Yep. You need to be able to find this stuff out about people you date. Or wouldn't yep. she have heard, if they were really friends and in the same friend circles, wouldn't she have heard from her friends like, oh, Peter fucked up again with this girl beating the shit out of her and got another restraining order. Wouldn't that kind of be known? I don't know. I... I don't, I don't know. know. Unless it's like, a, you know, they just didn't run in the same maybe circles. But. but he had a pretty hefty domestic violence record. He did. And he also had other fucked up things that he had done. Like at one point he, even though he was sort of a straight, by the, by the time I think the murders happened, he was already kind of estranged from the company because he had done all the stupid shit. But he kind of had like people who, like, I don't know if he thought he was a mobster or something, but he would go to, he went to this other competing um, gym and just spray painted Powerhouse Gym all over it and put the phone number for Powerhouse Gym. And the guy who owned it came out and said, like, what are you doing? And he said, you don't fuck with me. I have people. I know people. I'll kill you. And he was like... Six, what in the hell? Six two or something, six four maybe, and three hundred and forty pounds. Like he was huge. The guy who played him in the right reenactment looks nothing like him. No. no, and he just like fucked everything up. He was like a hoodlum. Well, he, he was, was a clearly dumb insane. Ass. Yes, yes. And they had to see this. His teachers had to know he was fucked in the head as a kid. He had to be just fucked in the head yeah. his whole life. Yep. But you just ignore it, I guess, if you're rich, rich. even though you know he's going to kill somebody someday. And he did. Yeah. Three weeks after Diana's death, Peter is finally charged with her murder. But witnesses that they want his ex-girlfriends are terrified to testify and even be in the same room with him again. That's what a nightmare this fucking douche was. In fact, Ed, Diana's dad, Ed DeMeo, said that when he first met Peter, he said, what did he say? It was like the devil the walking devil. in. Yeah. Like he met the and devil. What's true. People would say Peter had soulless, like shark eyes. His eyes had yeah. no life to him. No sparkle. He just had mm-hmm. like dead eyes. 
again, a sociopath or psychopath, mm-hmm. whatever. I learned from my Signs of a Psychopath show that psychopaths are born, sociopaths are made. That's oh. the difference. Okay. And they both have like the no empathy, mm-hmm. um, you know, no real human emotion. So they need higher stimulation to feel anything. And that usually comes from a violent act or something that's going to give them more of a, a stimulation because they don't feel human emotions. They don't feel, you know, mm-hmm. they have no conscience yeah. either so that they can do whatever they want, which might give them a rush of breaking the law. They get that rush and they get an mm-hmm. emotion, but they're not going to feel bad for it. So I'm sure he didn't feel bad for anything he was doing and he never had a consequence. So why would he even care? No, he oh. wouldn't. His mother, of course, right away puts up her mansion as his bond. Why don't you just say, you know what? You killed somebody, you dick. I'm not going to help right. you out of this one. But no, right away. And her she... mother's house. Her house yes. and her mother's yeah. house. This woman needs to be kicked in the crotch big time. And just, I don't know. Fuck you, lady. But his bond is denied. He's not allowed out, probably because he's rich and he could travel and leave the country. Mm-hmm. We see a photo of real Peter at this point, he is like he is a monster. He's huge. Yeah. And I wrote he kind of looks like a young The Rock when he was wrestling. Uh, yeah, a little From bit. From the side, yeah. he yep. totally does. When The mm-hmm. Rock was wrestling, um, and he had like that darker hair, whatever. I mean, he kind of looked yes. just like him. And sorry, the sideburns. Sorry, down, like yeah, The Rock. Sorry, Rock Dwayne Johnson. We actually really love you. Peter is also charged with torture because they realized that he beat her over several hours. Mm-hmm. So she would kind of pass out. He would beat the shit out of her again. She would kind of pass out. He'd beat the shit out of her again. And just literally just tortured her. Tortured he, her. And then until she died. They, I think they have like footage of him too from that night. Maybe on the like cam from the, you know, like where you walk in. And he was, like they said, he was totally fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he probably doesn't even remember doing this. Oh, so prosecutors believe that Peter was angry because move-in day, he thought Diana was flirting with the bellman. She probably just said thanks. Yeah, she was like, hi. Uh, And so her flirting with a bellboy or whatever is deserves right. being the shit kicked right. out of you over mo- hours right. the entire night she was beaten uh, and her dog was there her dog was there and covered the police and found the dog and they said he was b- covered in blood, blood her blood because he was probably trying to cuddle with her, her. <gasps> oh god um diana is not responsive when peter finally calls 911 when the police come in Peter keeps saying that bitch overdosed and he probably looked high as a kite. Yeah. Again, why can't you just say, you know, this doesn't look like an overdose, sir. Can I ask you a few questions? Can I see like your hands? Can I see your clothing? Because at first, was it just the eyes had to be dilated to shit? Was it just the ENTs who were there? No, it was the police. Oh, there were police. They were trying to keep her alive, though. They said they were trying to do first aid on her until the emts came okay okay to take her away but then you could maybe step back and say sir we need to talk to you about what happened here this looks weird why this doesn't seem do you think they were afraid of him because he was so fucking huge i don't know i would have tased the shit out of his balls (laughs) 
I don't know. I wouldn't. Why can't police beat up guys like that? I don't know. They deserve it. Um, police seem to though know right away. They did say they knew right away it was not an overdose. But then you didn't really. I mean, they did stuff a week later. But then don't let them close the scene. Right. I mean, they can do that, can't they? Maybe they can. I don't know. But they just Jesus. let him basically run his life went on as life. normal for him. Yeah. But the whatever guy with the pink lipstick brad did say they were so concerned about saving her life and getting her out of there that was kind of the that was all they were trying to handle at first um they did eventually find the blood spatter all over that he couldn't clean because it was on the ceiling he the luminol found it all over the floor again the mom her mom linda said so many girls testified at the trial about them having protections order against him because he was beating the shit out of them. And, and she it, said they yeah. all looked like they Diana. all looked like Diana. Like he had like a tight dark hair. God. I know. What an asshole. But after one, he should have been in I, I don't know how he was uh, not in jail for that. The jury pretty much went out, took a dump in their pee and came back. They were so quickly decided him guilty of torture and murder. They knew he was guilty. He was given a life sentence plus like 20 to 80 years for the torture. So he's never getting out. He can't be out. He's a total crazy. The judge hated him too. Judge said, this is a case of overprivileged underchecked behavior. I am making that a wood sign and putting that in my deodorant. deodorant factory room and i'm gonna say look i'm tapping the sign and then pointing to my testers tap 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 tap. you are a case of overprivileged underchecked behavior (laughs) go sit down and live laugh gunt yeah and overchecked no what was it underchecked overprivileged underchecked behavior so good live laugh gunt the prosecutor who was Lisa Lindsay, yes. she was great. I mean, yeah. And she, what a hot name, Lisa Lindsay. And she was super smart and just a badass. Yeah. yeah. And she just said he had never had a consequence in his life. No. And when he finally got one, it's massive, but yeah. he was an out of control sociopath. Yeah. He's a fucking psycho. Now he's a huge lardo. Yeah. He is a giant lardo. Can't you work? You can work out in prison, fuck face. <laughs> Don't yeah. people work he out chose, in prison? You he chose apparently chose not to. Yeah. Well, whatever you do. I might there, be choosing fat too, but fine. At least yeah. I'm not in jail. Yeah. I mean, I'm free to do. There's nothing else to do in jail but work out. So he should. Oh, what an ass. Yeah. Work out and read. That's it. Yeah. Maybe he he doesn't know how to read. I have a feeling. Mm. My God. I don't think so either. Well... Behind Mansion Walls, you provided another fucked episode. Totally fucked. Good Lord. Um, Do a better job at finding a reenactor for Peter, too. I don't know. Is there someone that looks like that? Besides, they would have had to get The Rock. Yeah. Well, this guy was... This guy looked like Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, but he looked like, yeah, a weird version. Like... Well, yeah. Like... Like a cheese not grater. him, but he- <laughs> cheese Dolph <grater>. Lundgren. <laughs> you took a Dolph Lundgren soap well, and just did a cheese grater. And did a cheese grater. It's just different. Okay. Oh. Um, all right. Well, we'll see you next time. We're going to try to get another Patreon episode up too. We are? We have to get one. Yeah, we do. Um, 
I, this weekend, I think I'm so free. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>